0: This is Journey Free Podcast, a sacred space with Unique Tarche, a multi-dimensional one who loves to meet life experiences and conversation. She inspires others to embrace their differences and encourages them to love themselves for the uniqueness that they are. Listen for candid conversations on lifestyle, spirituality, wellness, sexuality, and inspiration. All are welcome to converse, engage, and share. So come catch this vibe because it's a blessing. Amen. You're now tuned in to Journey Free Podcast, where life experiences meets conversation. I am your host, Unique Tershea, blessing you with another episode. Hey Journeys, where y'all been? We're back with another episode. Welcome to season two. How have y'all been liking the vibes already? We've had some amazing guests and this one today is not short of amazing at all. I have Ashley here with me today and I actually met her on youtube so it's amazing that we can actually like see each other and live in color for this episode hey ashley hey girl hey
1: journeys
0: (laughs) thank you so much for coming on to the show today we really appreciate you for sharing your time with us let us know a little bit about yourself who is ashley where does she come from
1: That's such a loaded question. I am originally from Chicago, Illinois, but I currently live in Dallas, Texas. I went to college in Missouri. And then once I graduated, I moved back to Chicago for a few years. And now I'm here in Dallas. I guess I can start with like my passion for wellness and just personal development, spiritual leadership. I have a corporate background, so I'll share how I got to where I am as far as like me being a wellness coach. I've been in technology, in the technology world for about 10 years. It seemed like everyone was just always stressed out or burnt out. And I always knew that, like, there has to be something that can be done, especially being a Black woman in the tech space. I don't see a lot of my people like me, right? So I kind of applied my expertise in the corporate space to my passion for like wellness and spiritual leadership. And that's kind of where Earth Angel Ashley came from. I actually started to just share my own journey on social media. And then people kind of started to come to me and say, hey, like, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Anywhere from minimalism, because I practice minimalism, people would ask me to help them be or just ask for advice on how to like start their own journey. And so I realized that I was giving out a lot of advice and I'm like, okay, maybe this could turn into something more. So then that's when I created my brand. I never really expected to monetize or profit from it. I just Did it out of like wanting to help people and share my impact in any way that I could, especially like with my closest circle or people around me, family, friends, loved ones. And then people started actually coming to me for service. Like, well, can you actually coach me? And I'm like, okay, demand and I supply. So that's kind of where my brand and my coaching business came from. Like I applied my expertise in the corporate space and dealing with corporate clients, you know, working one-on-one with all different types of people to like my passion for wellness and spiritual leadership, and then just sharing my journey and having an impact.
0: Thank you for that. I just wanted to know when you think about yourself in your younger years, was being a holistic wellness coach ever on your radar? Where was Ashley in that space as a younger person?
1: Girl, no, I never expected to become a coach. It was instilled in me young because my mom, you know, she practiced wellness and she, you know, did the rituals and was really into holistic living. And so I kind of adopted it from my mom and my family, but I never realized that it would be something that i could turn into my own business or my own like passion project. So when I was younger, I kind of felt like I was conditioned just like a lot of people are to, you know, attend a good university after high school, get a good job in the corporate world, get married by 25, have kids by 28. I was kind of conditioned to take that path. But when I graduated from college, I knew like, okay, I don't think I want to work for a corporation for 40 years. That just doesn't sound... appealing to me. And while I do have a corporate job right now, I definitely know that I will be retired from the corporate space before I'm 40 years old and I'm 32 right now. So no, I never thought that I would turn my passion for wellness into a business. But again, it was just that demand from my audience and from the people around me. They saw the leader or the coach in me before I did.
0: What are some of the steps that you took to like put yourself in the mindset to even think, no, I don't want to work for years. I actually want to retire about 40 because I know you call it like fire, right? You plan to retire early. I heard a little bit about it. So I just want to know, like, how did you get into that mindset? Like, what really set you up in a way to just even have that on your radar? Because a lot of people don't.
1: Yeah. So there's a number of things. One thing I noticed was that I was always drained and I couldn't understand, like, why I was just always drained after work or even on the weekends when I wasn't working in the office but I would still just be tired all the time. And I was like, always drinking coffee. I never drank coffee before I started working in my corporate jobs. So I was just like, okay, but back then I was still young. I'm just like, oh, this is just normal, right? But then once I started to actually really tap into myself like intentionally, because I feel like I've always been pretty connected to myself, but I would run from it because it can be a little scary sometimes. But once I was just made that jump to really be intentional about my wellness and my personal development journey, I really started to listen more to myself and stop seeking outside validation. And I'll say that in 2016, that's when I really truly into myself and started my wellness journey. And that's when I started to realize like, okay, I've been conditioned to think that I'm supposed to live a certain way because of what society says or deems appropriate for someone my age. And I kind of started to rebel. I still had a corporate job, but I started my own business in 2016. Cause I was like, I had the mindset, like I can't do it for 40 years. And I've gone through phases where I wasn't working full-time. I was working full-time for myself. And it was a huge struggle for me there would be some months where i was very successful as a coach and as i do commercial and print modeling as well so i was just like i had multiple streams but i didn't have the i guess resources or the container is what i like to call it i didn't have the container large enough to sustain that lifestyle because i didn't have an example no one in my family had ever started a business before. No one in my family has ever really been rich or super wealthy. So I don't really know what it's like to have a lot of money and be able to keep it right. My financial literacy wasn't the best. I feel like high school didn't really teach us about financial literacy and There's so many different angles, but basically I knew when I started my journey back in 2016 that I wasn't going to work for someone else for the rest of my life. And it wasn't until I moved to Dallas um, this year, 2021, that I started to really become confident in my skill set in the corporate space and wanting to show up my most authentic self. So if I'm interviewing with a company and I come on camera, you see my nose ring, you see my lock, you see my Africa necklace, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not taking that off for the interview you. So I knew like, if I am going to be in a corporate space until I retire, I have to be with a company that fully accepts me for who I am. And that took me years to get to that point.
0: That's actually something that I feel like I've been coming into a little bit more about choosing where I work, where I show up and just reminding myself that like, you are special, you are a gift. These people need your value. They can be supported by your value. It's not really the The other way around, yes, we get like the minuscule thing of like a consistent income and a consistent check, but it's so much bigger than that to put yourself in environments that actually affirm who it is that you are with your locks, with your Afrocentric ethnicity, everything. So being able to put yourself in those places, it says a lot about how you feel about yourself and like the self-care that you have for yourself. So I commend you the that Ashley like I know it probably took a little while to get there but that's really how you can be in your true and most authentic power and it's very commendable thank you yeah you're welcome so being that your mom actually kind of gave you a strong foundation of like a holistic lifestyle and everything like that, do you feel as if you would also instill like those same kind of like that same type of upbringing when you have your own children, if you do desire to have children? Is that something that you thought about or considered?
1: You know, ironically, this is going to be the first time that I say this publicly. I actually don't want to have kids. I love kids. Kids are everything. Like I love learning from kids I think kids are the most beautiful beings on this planet when you know they're pure they're innocent we're the ones that mess them up right as adults so I personally have decided that I don't want to have kids I'll be auntie you know what I'm saying rich auntie vibes over here so but I will say that you know whoever I'm able to have an impact or influence on whether it be kids in my family or kids from my like closest friends and loved ones absolutely as long as I'm able to like respect the parents you know what I mean like not like go against what they're trying to teach their kids. If there's any way that I can have an influence in that way, absolutely. I would love to instill that in any child that I'm around because I do believe that it's, I don't want to say it's the best way to live, but I find so much value in the holistic space.
0: It's very rare to hear women actually confess that they don't want to have children because you know in our society it's often said that like that's the whole point of us being here and it's really not like bearing children does not make you a woman it's so many other things and many other factors that make you a woman and for people to actually speak out about that I feel like it's very commendable I've watched so many videos on YouTube don't ask me how I got there about women who don't want to have children who's made the conscious decision that don't want to have children and there was so many attacks like against them for even saying that and I'm just I'm pro-choice I'm pro-do-what-you-want-with-your-body and so if a woman doesn't want to have children I think our society will be okay there's plenty more people that can have children to help us live and sustain humankind if one or two people don't want to have kids I think we'll all be okay
1: also there's so many kids that are like without parent you know so it's like if I ever just decided to like completely switch it up I may you know, adopt?
0: There's so many options. I've met women who want children, but don't want to bear them themselves, who want children, but they don't necessarily want to be with them all the time. So they kind of like take on their nieces and their nephews, or they work in community spaces where they can interact with children. So it's so many like paths that you can lead as it relates to children and, you know, put your input and your imprint on their lives in positive ways And you don't have to be their mom.
1: Absolutely. I'll be part of the village. I'm more than happy to be a part of the village because I do believe it takes a village to raise a child. So count me in, you know.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And I think you'll be a very valuable asset. So what exactly made you want to move from Chicago, your hometown, where you've been pretty much all your life?
1: Girl, that's a loaded question for real. I love Chicago. It's a beautiful city. I've been there the majority of my life and I got to a point especially during lockdown, like the start of lockdown, I got to a point where I just felt like it was physically making me ill to stay there. I think what resonated for me was there was this quote that said, if you feel sick, sometimes it's your environment. If you feel physically ill and there's nothing actually wrong with you and you just are always in this like physical ailment kind of space, it's likely your environment. So do something, you have to do something about it. You have to change your environment. And for me, I had moved all over Chicago from between 2011 to 2020. And I was like looking for inspiration in all these different neighborhoods, but I realized like, no, I just have to leave Chicago itself. It got to a point where the pain and trauma that I've gone through in Chicago, it was taking over my joy. And Mm -hmm. so I realized I needed to move to a new space. I had decided back in 2020 that I was ready to move, but I didn't know where. It was in between Atlanta, DC and Dallas. And then we got locked down. (laughs) like 2020 so that couldn't happen that year but I was like as soon as we're able I'm out of here and so I officially decided in January of 2021 that I wanted to move to Dallas after visiting all three places which are lovely places but Dallas just made the most sense for me and where I am in my journey I guess
0: so what was the transition like for you like when you first got to Dallas
1: Honestly, it was great. Um, I had just started a new job. My job wasn't as demanding when I first got here. So I was able to like move in and um, I actually sold all of my furniture back home. In Chicago, like I came here with just my car full of like clothes, shoes, and like toiletries and stuff like that. I got rid of all of my furniture, like everything. So I started from scratch and that was a really fun project. I was able to kind of like build out my dream apartment the way that I wanted it to look from scratch. There's still a few pieces missing, but I pretty much have everything that I need. And yeah, so the transition was great because I wasn't super busy with my job. I was able to really focus on, you know, my apartment and getting all of that together and settling in and exploring different neighborhoods, meeting new people, exploring restaurants, which I still do. But yeah, it was, it's been great. When I first moved, it was decent weather, but then it turned really hot in like May. And so I had to get used to that, uh, the Texas heat, like a hundred degree days, sometimes over a hundred, but all in all, like I love it out here. I have no regrets. Um, I don't see myself leaving Dallas anytime soon.
0: You mentioned that you were a minimalist, so leaving your things in Chicago and just going ahead and selling them, that says a lot. Like, you don't really have attachments to much. You can kind of just pick yourself up and go. That's definitely really freeing. I come from a background of, my mom is pretty much a hoarder. So as I've gotten older, I've seen myself go a little bit more towards the minimalist side, and it's given me, like, a sense of peace and freedom. And it's just like, I don't have all of these attachments holding on to these things, you know? And I know there's room for improvement where I can be a little better, but... As I started to change my environment and get rid of things, I noticed that my family started to like go through their old papers and go through old boxes and get rid of things. So it's like we're setting the example in many different ways, whether it's our holistic health choices, our lifestyle, how we choose to work, where we choose to work, the things that we're keeping, what we're not keeping. It definitely has an impact on our families, our communities, like you just never know like who's watching to you and how small little decisions that you can make can actually make an impact on other people as well.
1: Yes, absolutely. I love that. I will say minimalism is not a one-time transaction. So no. it's going to be forever something that you can improve on or, you know, focus on. I still purge my wardrobe like every quarter cuz that's just a part of my practice. Same. Um, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's not I always tell people like it's not a one-time transaction. No. And it's not a one size fits all, you don't have to live with 50 items or less to be considered minimalist. I don't practice in that way. I consider myself non-restrictive minimalist. Um, for me, it's more about what brings me joy and being intentional about just my home, my space, the people I have around me, the types of relationships I engage in. I'm not perfect by any means. I still find myself in situations that, you know, make be considered a pattern. But that's the thing. As long as you're self-aware and you have that intention behind your journey, then girl, you're good.
0: end of these, we do like a quick fire round. So I'll ask you five quick fire questions and you just tell us what's the first thing that'll come to mind.
1: Okay. That sounds fun.
0: Yeah. So what's the biggest lesson that you learned in your twenties?
1: Don't think that you have to get married in your twenties. These dudes ain't ready girl or people ain't ready. in our 20s? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Give, give them a little more time to grow. What's your favorite travel destination?
1: Oh, that's tough. I've been a lot of places. I would say Dubai was one of my favorites.
0: What was the thing that made you be like, oh, this is it?
1: Dubai is more modern than Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi is very traditional, but Dubai is like a very modern city. So it's like it, it feels like the States kind of, you know, I was expecting like, oh, it's going to be super traditional. Like you have to be super covered, you know, based off of their tradition. But Dubai is very modern. They have club nightclubs and all types of shopping, beautiful, tall, luxurious buildings. Like it's a very beautiful, modern city. And it was, it was really hot, though, like 110 because we're near the desert. But it was beautiful. I had a great time out of Dubai.
0: What's your uh, big astrology three? Your sun, your moon, and your rising sun.
1: Sun is Leo. Moon is Taurus and rising is Scorpio. So I am completely. I feel like we
0: had this conversation.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because my sun is in Taurus and my moon is in Leo and my rising is Cancer. But we have two of the same placements.
1: I remember that. We did talk about that.
0: (laughs) That's so crazy. Last book that you read.
1: Think and Grow Rich.
0: Let us know your biggest turn on.
1: (laughs) I would say like, just being like, we, we fill in all the realms. So like, the physical, the spiritual, the mental. If I'm feeling all of that, like you can have me, okay? Period. <laughs> yeah.
0: You need to be right. everything.
1: <laughs> you need everything. Like you can have all of me any way you want.
0: And the last one is where can they find you?
1: So you can find me on Instagram, Earth Angel Ashley underscore, or you can find me on YouTube, Earth Angel Ashley, Facebook, Ashley Dominique Wilson, and then my website, earthangelashley.com.
0: I love the consistency of it all. So easy to remember. Right. (laughs) It's the branding for me. It's the branding. (laughs) awesome Ashley this was a lovely conversation thank you for your time your energy your knowledge your wisdom and just being open to share your journey with us how you became who you are as Ashley and your journey to becoming a holistic wellness coach thank you for coming
1: thank you for having me this was fun I want awesome to get-
0: <laughs> yeah I might have to bring you back for season three we can get into some more juicy stuff
1: yes please count me in <laughs>
0: Sounds good. Y'all have now been tuned in to Journey Free Podcast where life experiences meet conversation. I am your host, Unique Terche, and I have blessed you with another episode. <gasps>